Welcome to the Living to Thrive with Cancer podcast, a podcast about the big and little issues that come with living with cancer. I'm Catherine White, a stage four colon cancer thriver, passionate about supporting others who have faced a cancer diagnosis and are looking to feel empowered in taking back control of their health and happiness. My own health scare helped me to learn more about myself and how to live with cancer, and it led me to become a cancer support coach so I can help others through the ins and outs, the ups and downs, and all the crazy things that come with life with cancer. So let's get started. Welcome back, everyone. Today is episode 1.13 of the Living to Thrive with Cancer podcast. As you are listening to this, I am just returning from an amazing week in Florida, working in a mastermind with the amazing Stacey Bayman and all of her coaches. I have learned so much over that week, and I am super, super excited to be able to to share more with you over the weeks and months to come. But for now, I am settling you into a previous podcast episode, a fan favorite from my previous Living to Thrive podcast. And this one's really relevant when you're living with cancer. It's all about being present in your life right now and why that matters. Our brain is really interested in keeping us stuck in the past and in a heightened state of awareness. People living with cancer do not need more stress and bad feelings in their lives. This is why it's really important to talk about being present. In fact, it's a significant part of the work that my clients do to support themselves throughout cancer. If you're finding it difficult to live in the now because your diagnosis is keeping you stuck in that moment when you heard the news, or your fear is projecting to all of the possible future outcomes, then this episode is for you. It will help you to understand the problem of being stuck, the solution to getting unstuck, and the process to get there. After all, you want the result of living your life now, so it is the perfect time to learn how to make that happen. So just sit back and enjoy. Today I want to talk about the options that we have when it comes to being present in our life. We'll take a look at what those options are, why it's important to notice where we're living emotionally, how this ties into the key pillars of your personal self and how they apply to your personal lifestyle blueprint, and how you can move yourself into living in the present. Life is about choices. We can knowingly choose what to eat, where to work, whether or not to exercise, what we want to wear. In fact, we're making choices all of the time, even if we don't know it. As humans, we make upwards of 10,000 choices a day without even realizing it. Our subconscious takes over here and guides us to our choices, but that doesn't mean you can't take control of some of your thoughts and choices. One of the obstacles to happiness is living in the past. This is where we can get stuck. You may find yourself, knowingly or unknowingly, living in the stories that have come and gone, but you keep replaying them in your mind. They've become your narrative. They can control your ability to be happy in the present because they hold you stuck in an old place. But this doesn't mean don't acknowledge these parts of yourself. What it means is don't allow them to control you. Replaying past events is a way for your mind to try to keep you safe. Your reptilian brain wants you to be safe. And by running this narrative, this story that you have of your life over and over, your mind is keeping you engaged in a way that keeps you slightly stressed and ready to fight or flee. It's a protective measure that says, if you remember this feeling, you will know what to do when it happens again and how to respond. Here is where you get stuck. 
Running old narratives prevents you from moving forward. It creates this sense of this is who I am and this is my lot in life. It stifles the opportunity to learn and grow because the past events continue to be your present life unless you break the cycle. Now, this isn't going to happen overnight. It takes time and practice because your brain wants you to be safe and keeps you safe requires keeping you alert. And so it's important to recognize where you're living emotionally and to know that you can move from this place. You can retrain your thinking. You can take the facts and rethink your thoughts so that they don't keep you stuck. You can assess your thoughts and notice the emotions that come up around them. And from there, you can take action and achieve results that break that cycle. So I wanted to give you five things that you can start doing to break the cycle of living in the past right now. The first is to start looking at your life and determining what is keeping you stuck. This requires a little bit of self-examination, but you can do it. Just start to think about what things have happened in your life and why are you stuck in that place. Next is acknowledging your emotions and giving yourself permission to feel them. You don't have to deny what your story is. You just need to understand how it's holding you back. We are emotional creatures and sitting in those emotions really can keep us stuck if we don't know what to do with it. And that leads to moving out of the negative narratives that we can live in and stop believing the lies that others may have told you about yourself and your life. These narratives might be what is keeping you stuck. How other people perceive you, how you remember situations can create these negative narratives. And that is a piece that needs to be overcome in order for you to move forward, which leads to stop being the victim. Take control of your story and your thoughts. You have to do this to move forward. Other people don't get to control you, your thoughts, or your happiness. You are the boss of you, and it starts by taking control and stop being a victim. And then move on to finding forgiveness for yourself and those who may have hurt you. And that's not an easy piece. You don't have to necessarily tell that other person directly that you forgive them. You just need to feel it inside of yourself. And this can release the narrative, the anger, the sadness, whatever it is that you're holding on to. Forgiveness is such a critical piece of moving forward. I had no idea that at 43 years old, my world would change completely. I spent a lot of time living in the past, feeling anger and resentment and hurt for things that had happened so long ago that I probably didn't even have the right or accurate version anymore. But this kept me stuck in a loop of past resentments and pain that I believe contributed to my cancer. And why? Well, because my perceived stress kept me in a state of fight or flight. The narratives I would tell myself held me back from being happy with and in the present wholly and completely. This has been my work for the last six years. When I had that aha moment of I need to make some changes in my life to get out of the past so that I can be wholly and completely here in the present. It hasn't been easy, but I've been working on it. I'm still working on it to this day, working through forgiveness, working through getting over being a victim, working on stopping the negative narratives and reframing and creating positive memories and positive experiences that allow me to move forward. Another problem that people face is actually living in the future and it's called projecting. It's looking at where you wanna be, where you should be, where you need to be to feel fulfilled. 
But what this does is it robs you of the right now. It takes away the joy of the here and now because you're always wanting more or something else. Well, we have no idea what the future will hold for us. This doesn't mean don't have dreams or don't have plans, but what it means is don't live in a place that hasn't happened yet. This, like living in the past, doesn't allow you to wholly and completely experience the present. Living in the future is often also living in a state of worry. Our brain, that reptilian brain, takes us to a place of fear or worry that leads us to build unrealistic thoughts about possibilities that may not even exist. Now, that being said, there are things that we should concern ourselves with, of course, like our health and our finances and our happiness, but concern and worry, and this is important, concern and worry are not the same thing. Concern is addressing realistic issues. Worry is creating a narrative of what might come that doesn't really exist or dwelling on all the bad things that could happen as a result of that narrative. This can turn into a feeling of helplessness and dismay, and then you get stuck. So this is where balance and clarity come in. And three ways that you can find balance and clarity include overcoming worrying. And this can be done through calming the mind. The reason that some problems seem so overwhelming is that your mind is racing so fast that you cannot see things for, for what they truly are. Then you start to make up these possible scenarios in your mind, most of which are unlikely to come true. But you're projecting like, what if this happens? And if they say this, then I'm going to say that. And all of these pieces create this worry. And these are the narratives that you tell yourself that keep you spinning and keep you out of being in the present. So the next thing to finding balance and clarity after overcoming worrying is identifying the obstacles that are stopping you from living in the moment. And this might be your racing mind that keeps you driven forward as opposed to slow and calm where you can be present. Or it may be a troublesome past or outside influences. What others say or do, what we have experienced previously, the sitting in the unpleasant feelings, all perpetuate the inability to be present. These are the obstacles that stop you from living in the moment. And identifying what is in your way and seeking resolutions to these issues will help you to move forward so that you can actually live in the present. And the third thing for finding balance and clarity is practicing mindfulness. Really be present with yourself. There are techniques to slow the mind, to tune into your body, to connect to your emotions. Going inside is work and it can be painful work and it can be really difficult work, but it's the work that can lead to calm, which in turn can lead to healing. And so we've looked at the past and we've looked at the future and this is where we arrive at that idea of living in the present. So many people, myself included, get overwhelmed here. Being present is being in the here and now. It's dealing with your stuff, managing your time, enjoying yourself right now. What it isn't is pounding out the daily grind or hustling through life or ignoring your own needs or creating stories that send you back to the past or project with uncertainty into the future. When you can release the narratives of the past and not project into the future, you may actually find yourself in the present right now, experiencing the human experience of just being. To be here, you will, you'll want to stop the drama in your mind. 
And remember those stories that I referenced? Those stories are based around situations or constants in your life. These are the facts that we cannot change. From these facts, you start to have thoughts. And these thoughts could be positive, neutral, or negative. They come from your past experiences or environment. They are your go-to responses. So let's say that again. These thoughts that you start to have come from your past experiences or your environment. And they take you to that place over and over and over that you get stuck in. But these thoughts, they're just sentences that you create in your mind. They are the stories that you tell yourself. And these thoughts are going to determine how you feel. And that's the piece that causes the emotion. So let's just do a little mock scenario here. You have a situation, say it's my kid needs to go to soccer. And this creates a thought. So the, the fact is your kid needs to go to soccer. That's not changeable. The, the thought is that I have a busy day and I don't have time to drive them. This in turn creates the feeling. So your kid needs to go to soccer. You recognize the thought is being busy and not having the time to get them there. And then the feeling that comes from that might be frustration for not being able to do what you want to do or not having that time available to you. So this is where it gets interesting. How are you going to action the piece that's come up? How are you going to manage this situation of kid needs to go to soccer, I don't have enough time in my day, and now I'm feeling frustrated? Are you going to have someone else drive your kid? Are you going to rearrange your day? Are you going to give up the thing you had planned for yourself to make sure that your child gets to their soccer game? What action will you take in response to the situation and the motions around it? Whatever you decide, whichever scenario you play out based on that constant of the kid needing to go to soccer, there will be a resolution. And that res resolution is the direct result of the action you took from the emotion you felt in response to the thought that came from the situation. So you see where I'm going here? It's like this whole progression of things that happen. And in the end, it's going to impact you positively or negatively. It just depends on which path you take. So what this process does is it provides you an opportunity to take a look at yourself and be present in your life. If you get stuck at the emotion piece, it can get interesting. You can create all kinds of stories here about what may happen. You can get yourself all whipped up into a frenzy and feel an emotional response that doesn't serve you in the present. The story you create in your mind will determine how you feel and how you feel will drive the action or reaction that in turn gives you a result. So if you can learn to be present, you can learn to navigate these types of scenarios without falling back into old narratives or projecting into possible narratives that may never come to be. Be present by slowing down and recognizing that situations are manageable when you don't revert to the old narratives and allow the brain, the reptilian brain, to drag you back into old patterns. You get to be the creator of your narrative when you recognize that a thought is just a thought. A thought is just a sentence you create in your own mind. And all of this ties into the pillars of your healthy lifestyle blueprint that I talked about in episode 54. You are a whole health being. You exist through body, mind, and spirit. When you address yourself as a whole, 
You nurture all aspects of yourself. Your thoughts are part of building a healthy blueprint. Mindfulness allows you to be present. It provides tools and options for calming the monkey mind, stilling your ever-cycling thoughts and emotions, and quelling your fears and worries. Mindfulness doesn't make things go away, but it does offer the space to slow down and reduce stress. And as we have talked about many times, stress is not our friend. Stress keeps you in fight or flight. It keeps the cortisol up and the serotonin down. It creates dis-ease in the body. Learning how to reframe your thoughts and see where you are creating thoughts that are just narratives, just a response to your past experiences, just a moment that takes away the present and robs you of your joy is life-changing. Let me say that again. Learning how to reframe your thoughts can be life-changing. One of the pieces that I work with with my clients is this concept of reframing. Living in the past and projecting into the unknown future is a very slippery slope. It can really take you to a place of disempowerment and giving up. I spend time with my clients learning how to reframe thoughts around fear, around lack of control, around the unknown. I've said many times that your body hears what you tell it. When you are building your blueprint, do you want a solid foundation or do you want an unstable foundation? Writing your own narrative from a place of knowing that your thoughts are just sentences you tell yourself is hugely empowering. And the energy that comes from these positive thoughts can feed your cells, which in turn can feed your immune system, which in turn can help you to be healthy. It's part of you being a whole health individual, body, mind, and spirit with whole health needs. Remember this when something comes up and you're trying to sort it all out. You get to decide how you want it to go by taking the situation or that constant, reframing your thoughts around it, recognizing the emotions around it, and reminding yourself that a thought is just a sentence you create in your own mind. And if you can navigate those pieces, then you can stop living in the past, stop projecting into the future, and truly be present in your life. I'd like to end this episode with a quote by Anne Voskamp. She's a Canadian author, blogger, and memorist. She says, No amount of regret changes the past. No amount of anxiety changes the future. Any amount of gratitude changes the present. So are you ready to start being present in your life? You get to decide. Feeling understood and supported starts now. It starts with one call and an investment in yourself. Although cancer is a personal experience, it doesn't have to be done alone. And what I know from my own experience is that sometimes you need a third party, a neutral person, and a voice of experience to help you sort through all the ins and outs of life with cancer. When you sign up for my six-month Thrive with Cancer coaching program, you develop lifestyle habits to support your health-building goals, you become more present in your life right now, you learn how to manage your stress, anxiety, and fear, and you learn my whole health approach to living with cancer. The question is no longer do you want support. The question is, have you decided to start feeling supported? Support is just one decision away. Schedule your call today and let's talk about how cancer support coaching will give you what you need outside of the medical system so that you can feel not just supported, but understood. You can find me at www.catherinewhite.coach. Thank you so much for being here today. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day and may you live your life to your fullest 
follow your heart, and thrive in all you do.